This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Maddie and Amy podcast. We want to talk about being a child again. We're going to take it back. Yeah. Because I was thinking this week, there was a lot of things that I did as a kid that are a little bit strange. What are you, like, what are we talking? Because you are quite strange now as an adult. So. <laughs> cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'm thinking strange as in I used to buy, do you remember those lip glosses? They were called Lip Smacker Star. Yes. But they put out like a whole range. There was like Coke flavour and there was Sprite flavour. But when I was a kid, they had Starburst flavour. Yum. Instead of putting it on my lips, I would make my mum buy me one of these lip glosses and I would just inhale the whole thing. As in, I'd eat it. I'd bite right into it because it tastes like a lolly. It was so good. Yeah. So what, you just like sit there and like munch on it all day? Yeah, munching on it. it No, no, no. Straight up munch. I can't. When I have a lollipop, it's the same thing. I can't lick it. I just go right in and bite it. I'm a biter. So I just, yeah, took a big chunk. And then next minute, here you are. I'm still alive. But the other thing is it always tastes quite like gluey. Like it tastes nice at the start and then it's got that gluey texture that's a bit yuck. I was into it. Ew. You're gross. Yeah. So another thing that I did when I was a kid, I used to, at the back of our school oval, Mm -hmm. they had um, lemongrass that like grew. So I used to pick that off every day and like eat it. So basically, I was a grass eater. Oh, what? But do we use lemongrass in cooking? Yeah, like honestly, I'm not really. I say it was lemongrass, but I'm not actually really Wait, no, sure. Because the lemongrass I'm thinking about that you cook is like a really thick stalk. No, it definitely wasn't stalky. It was just like sour grass, maybe. Oh my God. So like I, yeah. what cows eat. Yeah, I used to munch on it. Ew, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this sounds like something I would do because I always had like weird eating habits, and now you're the one telling me you eat like um, grass and lip gloss. Amy, you're a strange human, though. Yeah. Obviously, you have some weird strange habits as a kid um the one that comes to mind straight away is when I was younger I used to (laughs) love the smell of like a car like the inside interior okay especially it was like a new car I remember like I used oh this is so gross but like my grandparents I remember they'd always have like new cars and I like love the smell so much that sometimes like I would like lick the car seat (laughs) what what do you mean I don't know it just tasted nice it smelled good like I wasn't eating I was just like having a little lick (laughs) Wait, so you mean to tell me that your parents would like leave out of the car and you'd stay in there and just have a little lick on it? Have a little lick before they came back. (laughs) Chloe, you are having a huge moment right now. We'll talk about your new single in a second, but you've just come off tour with Maroon 5. It must just feel so surreal to have been on tour with them. Did you listen to them growing up? Oh my God, yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I, growing up, you know, I've always wanted to be a singer and so I'd go play at pubs and and you know bars and restaurants and, and Sunday morning and harder to breathe were all in my set list so it was just, it was so crazy watching them play in arenas that I've always I've gone to and I've always dreamed to play so it was yeah it was super super weird and I feel like for people outside looking in it feels like like you Chloe have had kind of like an overnight success but I know it never works like that um how long yeah. have you actually been doing this for oh my god too long <laughs> I am um, probably about 
I've been I've been seeing for a long time, probably like ten to twelve years, but professionally wow. I've been, been really pushing this for about five five years. So it, it is funny how those words are often thrown around quite a bit. I'm like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's now, been a long time coming. Yeah. Now, what's the biggest thing that you've learned over those years? Because you've been in the game for a long time now. Like, what's mm. what's the biggest thing you've learned um, after hard years of work and persistence? Um, probably to to be really careful with the people you surround yourself with because mm-hmm. you are a product of the people you put yourself around. And I think totally. mentally, mentally, the music industry is the toughest you know, thing of it all. So you've, you've really got to have good people around you because you could, you know, have the best songs, you could, um, you know, have have the, the biggest fan base, but unless you have people around you that is going to support you and and actually get you through each day because it's so, it's, it's unlike anything you could ever prepare yourself for. Um, but yeah, unless you have that, for me, that was the biggest, the biggest, the biggest thing and to always be true to who you are and, and want to put out music that you like um, instead of, you know, what other people think is right for you. I mean, I could go on for, for years about everything I've learned. I'm, I'm yeah. learning every single day, but that's probably the biggest one for me. And speaking of people that you surround yourself by, um, you yeah. actually have gone on tour with people that you would consider friends. Um, and mm. I saw that you posted on your Instagram um, just yesterday that you had a moment where you cried and then you screamed and then laughed till you <laughs> weed yourselves. And I thought oh that was gosh, yes. I thought that was really nice because I think the best kind of laughs are the ones where you pay a little. Um, what, oh my gosh, all what, the time, all the time. <laughs> what kind of moment did you have where you laughed till you pierced on tour? Um, I think I think myself and my manager. So I'm still independent, so we're, we're kind of running running the ship on our own. And I think we just we cry and laugh at everything that that happens because we just have no idea how we even got there. Also, I think with my band as well, they're my best friends. If it's the boys who play with me, they're amazing, and they're always making jokes and and they know for me that I I get really stressed and really anxious, so that's yeah. their go to. <laughs> Now you touched on that you uh, get quite stressed and quite anxious before you go on yeah. stage. What kind of things do you tend to do to kind of like relieve those stresses? Um, I think I get stressed and anxious just in everyday life, and especially before I go on stage, mm-hmm. just because you think of every well, I think of every possible thing that could go wrong. Like I could trip, I could forget my words. You are literally like me. I do that completely yeah. <laughs> all the time. And even at big, I played at Big Sound last year, and my microphone didn't turn on. Oh so no! That, was, so that put like some PTSD in me, where I'm just like every time I go to sing with first word, I'm like, please work, please oh, work. No. But I think I I, I try and meditate yeah. um, as much as I can. I've got this app; it's called Calm. So yeah, it's really good. I try just um, just to listen to that as much as I can before I go, and I get pretty agitated before I go on stage. Just cause <laughs> it's just so high high intensity. I also totally. play cards with my boyfriend. That's something I do to keep my cards, as in like cards, oh. as in like. Just like like I've got, we've got this monopoly game, it's so <gasps> fun. Amazing! And, um, it is so calming, and I forget that I'm even like about to go on stage. So I did that before Maroon Five, and it was so good. Amazing! Because otherwise, I just spend the rest of the time just stressing out and just like not getting off the toilet. So it's great. <laughs> oh, are you the type of person that does nervous poos? Because I am a nervous. Oh my pooer. god! Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. It's like I've never. I'm never the time. I'm more the opposite. So when I, I remember when I went on tour, I was like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> I hope I can get on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> but once you get on stage, like all of that goes away. It's just a all nervous of it thing. Goes away. Now let's talk about your new single, I Can't Have Nice Things. I think it's a really cool, dark pop track. Thank you. Um, and I think it's definitely relatable too, because firstly, I 
definitely break all my things as well. Um, I'm pretty sure I've dropped my phone in every single toilet ever. Um, we're talking yes. a lot about toilets, yes. but yeah, I, I have yes. dropped every <laughs> single one of my phones in a toilet. Can you just list some things that you've broken lately? Oh gosh, I don't know, lots of things. I think I dropped my phone the other day. Um, I dropped uh, like everything and my laptop even. <laughs> now what's next for Chloe? Because you've had this what? big tour, you've put out like four or five singles now, you're really killing it. What's next? What's next for me? There may be my own little headline shows, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe coming up. Um, lots of new music. I want to just release as much new music as I can this year. Just, you know, every few months, just get as much as it out as I can. Um, going back to LA to do some more writing. Great. So, yeah, lots, lots on the agenda. So, yeah, lots to come. Well, you're doing incredible things, and I'm certain we Thanks are only so going to see you blow up even more oh, over the next few years. You. Thank you so much for supporting all my music. I really appreciate it. This just screams Melbourne to me. What does? So this happened a couple days ago. It involves a lady on a tram with ticket inspectors and meditating. Okay, explain. That was so much Melbourne in one sentence. Meditating thing, trams, ticket inspectors. Yeah. So a lady was on a tram and the ticket inspectors got on and asked to see, you know, her Mikey, her card. Okay, yeah. And instead of showing it to them, she's like, actually, just wait, I need to finish meditating. (laughs) So... What kind of right did she think she had to say that? I don't though? know, but she's like, I've got six minutes to go. Like, I need to finish meditating. And the funny thing is the ticket inspectors were like, oh, all right then. And they waited for her. Like, there's pictures of her online, like on the tram stop, them facing her, and they're all just sitting there in silence. For some reason, I'm just getting this visual of, like, a girl <laughs> sitting down on, like, a yoga mat yep. mid-tram. That's pretty much it. No yoga mat, unfortunately, but she was, like, very, like, in the zone. So she <laughs> wasn't ready to do it yet. Hold on. Don't disrupt me. <laughs> I am aligning my chakras. That's what she <laughs> doing on the tram on the 86 in Melbourne. That's where the best chakras are. (laughs) But she's doing it and she eventually finished meditating and they asked for her Mikey and she's like, oh yeah, here, here. And it was validated. Like everything was fine. Why couldn't she have just said like, like give it up to them while she was meditating? I don't know because it sounds like she was stalling because a lot of us would do that to try and avoid a fine. So I think that's what they're probably thinking. Maybe she was meditating and she was hoping that her chakras (laughs) would like validate her ticket. Put money on my Mikey, please. (laughs) But it kind of got me thinking like, what's the most Melbourne thing you can think of that we do here? The first thing that comes to mind is um, deconstructed anything, like oh. deconstructed meals. Like when you go out to a Melbourne brunch, yeah. for example, I have literally seen on a menu deconstructed Vegemite toast. What do you mean? Like, Can't you just bloody put my butter and Vegemite on for me? I don't pay like $8 for a piece of toast for you to go and make me do it myself. I know. It's like you're like the whole reason we go to cafes is to have a constructed meal. Yeah, what, what's, what's one got to do for a bloody constructed <laughs> meal in this city? I am joined in studio by indie pop duo Priscilla. They've just released their new single, Feeling Higher, and announced a national tour. You've already played shows in Melbourne and Sydney already um, on tour with Angus Dawson. You're about to have your single launch in Perth, your hometown. How does it feel to have all these people coming knowing that they're coming for you? Well, we'll see who turns up first, but <laughs> when they do... Let's put that positive, like, affirmations out there. When they all turn up and pack it out, it's going to feel pretty freaking great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those nervous feelings, wondering whether people will come. Well, my mum's going to be there, so that's Oh, nice. that's good. And you Jocelyn is lovely. Jocelyn's great. <laughs> is she, like, the type of person that would come and be right at the front? Mm, nah, she's, like, she's pretty chill. She's a secret bopper. She'll have, like, head, <laughs> like, earbuds in because it's too loud, but she'll still be there. It's nice. <laughs> Amazing. Now, your new single, Feeling Higher, has already received a pretty good reaction already. Do you have those moments before you put out a song where you're like, holy shit, what if people don't 
like vibe it every single time. Every time. Yeah. Especially this time because we, we decided to do things a little differently. We, when we were writing the music, we started thinking about writing melodies and harmonies based off moods and then it ended up being this EDM confetti bombs type thing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a super fun pop song is mm-hmm. what I've got to say about it. Yeah. And I feel like, is, is it something that you love performing because it's so effortless? Yeah, definitely. Plus, it's 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 got so many different sections that we look forward to when we play it as well. It's just got, like, big bass drops, and Priscilla's got those the little soft pre-chorus <laughs> whispers. You have been on tour for the last, like, two weeks. You're obviously going to get to know each other pretty intimately. Have you noticed, like, any weird habits? Like, is Priscilla not a morning person? <laughs> or are you, I don't know... One that sleeps with your socks on. <laughs> so it's just the, the first thing, two things that come to my mind is that I'm, I'm, I don't shower as much as she You're does. Just, well, he does as shower, much as she but does. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I shower and, a lot. Yeah, and you, you Good. Like, carry carry yeah. around um, hand sanitizer. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> Same. For shaming me. <laughs> But you're really smelly, so yeah, that's exactly. Fine. It's Ew. this like chalk and cheese, I guess. Yeah. What's next for Priscilla? You've got this single out now, um, and maybe a music video. Mm, yeah, we are. We're cool. we're, we're doing a, a live sort of like a live version of Feeling Higher. It's going to be exciting, and then we've got um, either an EP or maybe just singles throughout the year, and then great, just more stuff. More music from Priscilla is what we all need. I think. <laughs> Thanks so much for Amazing. joining me. Now, I'm going to talk about my dog's dirty habit. I'm so sad you're bringing up poor little Dolce. Yeah, little Dolce. He's got his own Instagram, just by the way. We have our own Instagram too, at Maddie Amy. But if you want to follow my cute little dog, it's Dolce all day. So there you go, little plug. (laughs) But anyway, old Dolce has been doing some naughty things lately. He's um, developed a bit of a dirty habit. He's also very ill-behaved. I was talking to you on the phone last (laughs) night and, oh, my God, every 10 seconds you're like, Dolce, no, Dolce, (laughs) stop. I'm like, oh, my God, you need training. Have you heard? of like boarding school for dogs that's what you need <laughs> he's just very adventurous and he likes to stick his nose into things and um the other day he stuck his nose into something that i think sh- dogs shouldn't be going anywhere near what did he do so i was just um i was actually preparing for the show um and whenever dolce vanishes out of the room i know he's up to no good it's like a child yeah. like, what are you doing you're quiet yeah so i didn't realize that he'd been gone for like at least 10 minutes or so and i started yelling out his name dolce dolce where are you nothing not one single peep so i'm looking all around the house trying to find this little dog and then i find him nose deep in my undies what's he doing with your underwear he's chewed huge holes into multiple pairs of my underwear i'd be so mad yeah and it's not not even maribel's undies like my girlfriend's undies it's just mine so he obviously has some kind of weird thing for me yeah because it's a thing with like i was saying before like it's to do with like the smell of you like same as people that have mouth guards or like retainers dogs like the smell of that Oh, okay. And they like eating it. So they like they like my pheromones. Yeah, they like, yeah, whatever chemical you're producing, which is kind of gross. But <laughs> it's a dog thing. I don't know. Maddie and Amy on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.